I appreciate all of you who have reached out to me personally, reached out to me Instagram-wise, and also reached out to my email, uh, standardproceduropodcast at gmail.com with so many kind words, and also just so many people have reached out and offered suggestions and advice and, and everything like that, and I couldn't be more appreciative of everybody who has done that so far. If you're listening for the first time, I'd really appreciate it if you're listening on Apple to go leave us a quick rating. It literally takes less than three seconds. You could search us on the search bar on Apple Podcasts. Scroll down to the bottom once you click on our name and there's five stars and you give us whatever you think we're deserving of. And again, I appreciate everybody who comes on here and gives me a little time of their day to you know talk about what I want to talk about and help so many young people as that's what the vision of this podcast is has been since our first episode. And now we're on to episode three, where I want to talk about how you can grow on Instagram. Now, there's two ways to do this, and there are pros and cons to both. And the one way to do it, and it's a way that I currently do, I currently use this uh, method, and I wouldn't even say it's a method, it's something that uh, is pretty easy for me to do because I have some trust in some people to take care of some things for me. So I want to talk to people how to, you know, find this person to run your Instagram account. And if you don't want to do that and you feel it's too risky, and I'll get into a little bit of that as well, you can do it on your own. But again, I will go over if you're going to do it on your own, it's going to be very, very timely. So maybe during quarantine, you got some time, you want to give it a shot. And some of the, you know, tips that I give out, it's not really rocket science. A lot of it is common sense, but some people may or may not know. And again, it's just good to reiterate it for so many of you young people out there because I can remember when I was even in high school going into college and uh, obviously in college. And then when you get out of college, there's just so many things that you don't know, especially uh, with Instagram. So I'm going to just kind of go over the things that I've learned from trial and error and also some things that I picked up on. So let's get right into it. So finding this right person for you to have run your Instagram account. Now, the best way to do this, and I, I suggest if you're going to do it this way, go on LinkedIn. You can find a bunch of people to run your account. Now, how am I going to have, how, how, you're asking this question yourself, how are you, or how am I going to be able to find this person? And it's a meticulous process. It's a process that you have to definitely put the time and effort in to vet them and what I would do and I suggest doing on LinkedIn is you can search companies like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever platform you're trying to go grow on, search it, and then that company will pop up on LinkedIn. You can go uh, to their company on LinkedIn and then find all the employees that work there, connect with a few of them. And the big thing is you need to, when you're connecting with them and then messaging these people on LinkedIn, you have to give them an elevator pitch, be short and to the point as to why they should want to help you. And also you have to emphasize what's in it for them. And that's a really big thing. Now I had somebody and I still have somebody run my account. Uh, I started that in 2015. I've had my Instagram account since 2012. So it's definitely been a pretty long time, almost a decade getting close here within a few years. Uh, So it's, it's pretty crazy how time flies. 
and especially on Instagram because I was checking that out the other day and I noticed you would only do that on profiles who have, I would say, a larger, rather big following because I was trying to do it on some of my friends who may not have as big of a following and you can't check it, but you can definitely check it on people's accounts that are bigger and I think Instagram does that just for verification purposes. But if you want to do that and you're interested in doing that, if you're on your Instagram app right now or get on it, all you do is you go to that person's profile. There's three little dots in that right top corner. And then a little list will pop up and it should say about this account. You can then click on that for mine or whoever has a larger following. And then it will tell you, you know, when they joined, where's the account based in, former usernames and accounts with shared followers and things like that. So if you're interested in that, that's one little tip I figured. I wasn't sure if I was going to throw that on the podcast, but it just kind of came up. So that's a little tip there. But um, again, you want to make sure when you're talking to these people that, and I'm reiterating myself, but I think it's important what's in it for them and why they should want to work for you. And I also would even stretch out and Google so many social media agencies and make sure you vet them. And, and there's actually a lot of good ones out there that work with a lot of celebrities as well. And then maybe you can find some people within those companies to run your account for you. Now, I want to tell you real quick, and I don't think I've ever told anybody about this. So I actually got burned having somebody run my account. And the big thing here, and I will mention it probably a gazillion times on this episode, is I did not have an NDA in place with this individual who had my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook account password and was doing uh, promotions and creating engagement and creating content and helping it grow. And I'll just get right into it real quick because I think there's a lesson of this and, and I don't want this to happen to so many of you out there who are, again, a younger demographic. So again, you could be in high school, college, maybe even out of college. This really applies to everybody. So the year is 2017 and I can remember I was with, so I started my, the year was 2017 when it got bad. I started working with this individual who I actually found on LinkedIn. That's why I kind of suggest using that tip. But I found this individual on LinkedIn and this individual, I got very lucky, happened to be an engineer at Twitter, happened to be getting in with Instagram at the time, doing similar things, learning their algorithm. And in 2015, I got in with him and he was with me for about two, little less than two and a half years until about March of 2017. And I got burned because I did not have an NDA with him. And out of nowhere, it got really bad. For instance, something that happened, and it's, I, again, I haven't told anybody about this, but this individual was, so he had access to my Instagram account, and that's kind of where I've built my following. He was going on his personal account and following all of the girls that are following my Instagram account. And at the time, I was just like, okay, whatever. And then I found out that he was messaging these girls because these girls that I was then talking to were DMing me like, hey, do you know this guy? Like, he's talking a lot of shit. So then that became quite alarming, and that was addressed. And then about a few weeks later, and at the time, I was already progressively looking for somebody else to run my account because I knew his time had come to an end. At that time, it got very, very awkward. And I then found out a few weeks later that this individual then made a Twitter burner account 
and was posting screenshots of my Instagram DMs with girls on Twitter, not tagging me, but putting my name in the tweets and talking shit. And I found that out from a few people who had alerted me about it. And then that's when he got canned. And I wanted to tell that story because if I had an NDA in place where there, there was conditions involved within the NDA that would have not allowed him to do that, and if he would have, then he could have gotten a lot of trouble legal-wise as well, then I would have been a lot safer. But the one thing with all of that too is you never know what can happen. And when you're trying to give somebody your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever password, you have to understand there's definitely going to be some risk there. So minimizing that risk to the smallest amount is going to be useful getting an NDA drawn up. I have a few lawyer friends, as people know, and I had a friend in my corner who drew up this NDA, which now I'm using uh, for a person that is running my accounts now. Um, obviously, I just use my Instagram. That's a Twitter I try to stay off of and Facebook, obviously just family and just keeping up with other people. But Instagram is really where obviously everybody knows me from if you do. And now I found somebody in 2017 who coincidentally was also involved with the engineer and the algorithm process at Instagram. And she has been with me since 2017, the middle of 2017. And it's been a great relationship within the first three years. And again, I haven't noticed any red flags. But again, with him, I also didn't notice that until all of a sudden something just sparked out of nowhere and it got really bad. And the thing is, I can never really, I never really understood how it got to that point either. So I don't know about that situation, but if you take anything from that story, it's you need an NDA because people have gone to court and even celebrities have gone to court over things like this and, and they can definitely get in trouble for damages if something like this happens and there's an NDA in place. So moral of the story, make sure you have an NDA. And also one thing I want to stress too is once you have and you find this right person to run your account, whatever that may be and whatever platform that may be, just keep track of what they're doing, you know, try and stay on top of it. That's what I tried to do for the first person who was running my account. And I was tipped off by a few other people. And I can remember even getting back to the story. It was like when he was posting those screenshots of my Instagram DMs with girls, he wasn't tagging me, but he was saying my name. So I was then able to go on Twitter and find these tweets of, you know, him mentioning my name and just talking a lot of shit on Twitter. So he also didn't know at the time that I also had some other pretty bigger people at Twitter that I had contact with and we were able to find out the email on this burner account was his and it was actually his name. So he wasn't smart enough to change it. But again, it's a good thing. And again, since then, all those tweets were taken down and I pretty much said, you know what, I'm getting off of Twitter, even though where he got the messages were from was from Instagram. So that's just a little tit for tat there on, on how you could get burned. But now I have an NDA and I had an NDA drawn up in 2017 with now my new person who runs my Instagram account and has access to it. And there are some specific conditions within there. All, all you have to do is get it drawn up by a lawyer, you sign it, and then the other person signs it and you're pretty much safe from a legal standpoint. And if stuff gets bad, then, if stuff gets bad, then you can obviously go to court. So Again, if you're trying to find that right person, quick tips, LinkedIn, make them want to know why they should believe in you and really what's in it for them. And 
moral of the story of the story I told you is have an NDA because that's the safest thing to do. Now, if you want to do this on your own, here are some quick things that I've learned over the years before I get into kind of just some of the tactics. One thing that I would do, and if, if you're, again, in high school, college, wherever you are, I would suggest connecting your Instagram account to a Facebook page. What this does is it allows your Instagram page to act as a business per se, where you're able to see the amount of traffic coming into your page, the amount of engagement coming into your page. And this also allows you to, and you've seen this on Instagram, display the the tag of you know public figure, actor, athlete, whatever. And I think you can even hide it now as well. But I would definitely suggest doing that because not only can you see the engagement that you're getting, and I'll talk about how to get that engagement going, but you can also create advertising through that Facebook business page on Instagram. And that's one of those things where everybody on Instagram does it. That's one of the safest ways to, you know, build a following. And I honestly believe that's one of the safest, again, ways to do that. Um, Also, really quick. If you're truly trying to get big, I would definitely recommend trying to dump as much money into this advertising on your account as possible. Now, I know a lot of you, and I'm speaking to a younger demographic, don't have those funds, and and I understand that. So again, it's not the end of the world. If you aren't able to do it, it's not like, oh, you're not going to be able to create your account because there's definitely other ways to do it. But again, if you're going to do it on your own, there's going to be some things that you're going to have to sacrifice and for example time that you know maybe you don't want to do if if you want to have somebody run it but real quick before i get into you know the the steps and just the advice for you to do it on your own i want to read a little bit of advertising levy bracelet everybody defining the fine line between high end and average fashion jewelry levy bracelet brings you luxurious and stylish products to add to your outfits and wardrobe we design our products to the highest quality possible making sure that when you receive it it brings you the most luxurious feel. Our products come from our story, influenced by our culture and people. We have worked with sports personnel, designers, entertainers, and much more, including collabing with Chris Brickley, who has become one of the top basketball trainers in the world. See for yourself on our Instagram page, at Levy Bracelet. Again, everybody knows Levy Bracelet is, is the bracelet brand that I, I personally wear. It's a bracelet brand that I have been partnered with for a little less than a year now. And again, I talked about that story on my DMing episode of this podcast a little bit during the advertising. But again, I couldn't be more happy with them. And for me and everybody who knows me, I'm a big accessory person. And finding that perfect bracelet that fits and looks good and gives you that confidence is something that I was looking for for a while. And when Levi Bracelet came along, it was a no-brainer. And we're actually, and I'm not allowed to release a lot of the details of it, but we're working toward my own line within Levy Bracelet of actual bracelets. So a bracelet line that I would design and different things like that. So I'll keep you guys updated on my Instagram and as well uh, within emails if you're more interested in that too. But in the meantime, you can save 15% off of your next order and get free shipping. Visit levybracelet.com backslash discount backslash ant15. Or what I think is easier is using code ANT15 at checkout, and that's off of any of their items. And I actually was looking before I we, we started the show, and they released, and I know they were getting in, in, in getting involved in women's jewelry and fashion jewelry, but now I have looked, and they really, the, the pictures they posted on their Instagram, it's at Levy Bracelet, 
of the women's line is actually awesome. So this isn't just for guys. This is also for girls. And they're actually releasing a whole new set of necklaces, bracelets, rings, and, and you name it. So again, it's a startup company. It's one of the companies that I love. Um, and I, I obviously praise them as much as I can. So if you're trying to order from them, I know it's during quarantine and, and times might be tough. But if you're looking for that discount and, and you're looking for something that um, is, is high quality and it's a good bracelet and, and you're interested in that, use my code AND15 at checkout. All right, let's get back to it. So if you're trying to grow your Instagram on your own, and again, I'm going to get into like just some of the tips. It's not rocket science, but again, you have to understand this is very, very timely. So again, if you're in quarantine, you might have the time to do this, but if not, then obviously I would suggest trying to find someone to do it for you. So it's going to be challenging to grow if you're going to do it on your own, but here are some of the tips that I have learned from trial and error and just continuously learned over the years. So the biggest thing is identify what kind of account you have. So are you a business? Are you a person trying to grow your brand? Are you a fashion account? Are you a person that is involved in sports? Are you a person that is a musician, an actor, whatever? You need to obviously identify and you you know what your page is. So the point of that is using the hashtag liking tactic. This tactic is is quite simple. Everybody on Instagram uses it to, to grow their account. I personally have, especially during quarantine. And what you do is you go to the search bar on Instagram. There's a hashtag bar. And say your account's a fashion account. You go in there, you type in fashion. That might be too much or too big of a macro hashtag to type in, but you can type in, for example, uh, fashion. You go like all their pictures. You comment. You follow a bunch of people. And I know some of you are saying, whoa, whoa, that might be weird. I don't know who any of these people are. They might be weirded out. Look, everybody else is doing it. And I honestly, if if you feel weird about it, then maybe that's where you have somebody else run your account so you're actually not doing it and you feel weird. But again, it's it's everybody on Instagram does it, so it's one of those things where you're going to have a comfort level. But the biggest thing is, and even if you're, you're searching for that fashion hashtag, maybe get more niche and search Louis Vuitton or Gucci or whatever the case may be, whatever industry you're in, when you search it, obviously on Instagram, and a lot of you are familiar with it, it's going to pull up a bunch of pictures from that industry that people are using in their post, the hashtag in their post. So more than likely, if they see, hey, you're a fashion account, they're posting about fashion, you're going to have a lot of engagement with people. So again, I would definitely recommend using that. Also, another tactic that I had mentioned on a previous episode on on the DMing episode of the podcast is the photo location liking tactic as well. And that's where you can, if you're not even trying to look at, you know, a specific industry, you're just trying to get a bunch of people come to your page from, for example, somewhere in the United States or somewhere in Europe or wherever the case may be, you can go to the location search bar on Instagram and all those posts from those locations will pop up. You go there, you like a bunch of posts, you comment on a bunch of posts, and most importantly, you follow all of the people that you're commenting and liking their posts on. And one question you may have was, well, how many people is enough? How many people is over the top? Honestly, as many accounts as you can get your hands on, do it. And this is something where you're not only going to do once a week. This is something where you have to do, and this might sound crazy, but this is how hard it is. And that's why sometimes outsourcing it to somebody else to do it for you and have them work for you in in an intern way or even a way where you pay them progressively down the road if they're doing a good job is something where 
you might not have the time. So you're going to want to do this about three to five times a day. And this could be timely because when you're going through this, you're going to dedicate probably 30 to 45 minutes in one session alone doing the photo location liking tactic and the hashtag tactic. So you're going to be doing that three to five times a day every single day. So that could definitely sound a little crazy and you're like, you know what, screw this, I'm not going to do it. So for a lot of you that are like that, and I don't blame you, it's very timely and there's a lot better things to do with your time. But if you're trying to grow your Instagram account and you don't want to do this, then that's where you're going to LinkedIn and finding that person to run your account for you. And I just touched on it a little bit and I kind of ran over it. Getting back to finding that person, you have to decide whether they're going to work for you on an intern type basis or whether they're going to work for you on a pay type basis. That first person who had worked for me obviously was working on an intern type basis, wasn't with me long enough to become paid and become somebody that I uh, see value in. And then obviously now the new person that I have has been working for me as an intern. And then obviously we're going to progressively transition into something that gets her uh, paid. But right now I think an intern position for somebody that's running your account is um, probably ideal. And the thing with me and the thing with a lot of you too is whoever's running your account is going to probably be running other people's accounts. And I know for me, um, she runs a lot of other, I I wouldn't say like huge celebrities, but definitely some bigger people out there, their accounts too. So definitely trying to figure out what you want to do intern-wise and pay-wise. Everybody's financial situation is different. I would recommend starting off uh, on an intern type basis. So getting back to doing it on your own, I know that's we're kind of jumping all over the place, but I definitely wanted to make sure that that was mentioned. But those are really the two big, the photo location liking tactic and the hashtag tactic. Those are the two biggest things to create engagement, and those are the two biggest things to grow your account. Because the one thing too, and, and you're going to follow a bunch of people from doing this. Uh, there it goes. Uh, my mic almost just fell. That's good. We love that. Um, so you're going to get a lot of people that you're following and the thing is, you're going to have to, to monitor that. So say, for example, you're doing this three times a day. You're dedicating 40 minutes a day doing this, and you're really putting in effort. So then maybe the next day, you get some follows. I would give these people 24 hours to see this because even right now during quarantine, everybody's on Instagram. So give them 12 to 24 hours to either follow you, comment, like, or whatever. But the main thing is you're trying to build your following. So all the people who don't follow you, you just obviously simply go and unfollow them. And then the people who follow you, you remain following them and you just keep engaging with them and keep the conversation going. When they post new things, you're on it right away. You're commenting, you're liking, you're doing as much as you can to, again, grow your account. And this is what everybody in the game does. But even some of the bigger people on Instagram outsource it to somebody who can do it for them. And I wouldn't even say that I'm big on Instagram. I would say that I definitely have a decent social footprint, but it's one of those things where I've gotten to a point where right now during quarantine, I'm kind of doing that and in kind of doing some of these tips on my own. But I also have her who is pretty much in charge of my account because, again, that's something that she knows a lot about. And I actually asked her about before doing this episode of the podcast, hey, any tips you have, any tips you have. And these tips, the photo location liking tactic and the hashtag tactic are the two biggest things if you're trying to build your account on your own to do. So that's definitely something that I would suggest. Again, I, it wasn't rocket science. It's not rocket science. But again, it could sound a little bit over the top. And if you feel creepy or weird about it, then that's where you're going to get into finding somebody to do it for you. But again, it's about assessing the risk of the more people having your passwords to your social media accounts, the more risk. 
but also if you're going to do it on your own, you're going to put more time in. So it's about finding that right balance and what's right for you. There's not a right or wrong. And if you have questions, you can reach out to me, email the show standardproceduropodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram and I can try and get back to you as soon as possible. So that's pretty much it for, you know, doing it on your own. It was very quick. I thought that part was. I tried to make the first part trying to find that person a little bit longer on purpose because I wanted to run down the story. I wanted to talk about how I got burned. And I especially wanted to talk about that because it gives you some perspective of like, hey, you're going to do this. There's going to be risk. But also you could say my story doesn't apply because I didn't have an NDA. And all of you, if you're doing this, are going to have an NDA. So that's the podcast. I know that, again, doing this is something that you might feel weird about, you might feel creepy about, whatever the case may be. But one thing that I can tell you from experience and trial and error and just talking to so many people on Instagram and about Instagram is everybody is doing things to grow their account. And this is an organic way to do it. You know, you get into trouble when you get with, for example, and this could happen. You could find a bad person running your account and hopefully it doesn't happen because you vet them and you do everything like that. But as long as you find somebody that has experience working with Instagram, working with Twitter, Facebook, or even working with the bigger social media agencies that have a track record of working with other people, you're going to be fine. So again, if you have questions, you can email the show or reach out to me on Instagram and I'll try and get back to you as soon as I can. But that's the podcast, everybody. I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you later. 